You think they fuck them before they... Oh, sorry, that was gross. Wrong. 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 Dude. Blah, 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 blah. Um, hey, real quick question for you. Yep. Turkeys. Birds or not? Turkey turkeys? birds? Turkey bird or no bird? Turkeys are is a ground tur- bird. Is a turkey a bird? It can f- yeah. I feel like bird. it's I feel like it's more dinosaur than bird. Oh. Do you know well, what like, I mean? Birds are like derivatives of dinosaurs i guess but i think on the scale of like what is a bird and what is a dinosaur there's okay some play there i feel like a turkey is much closer to being a dinosaur than it is a bird i'm i'm willing to give you that i'm willing to go into like if we wanted to like confine the 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 definition of like a bird Mm. we could probably find a way to make it so that turkey doesn't fit into it anymore because they're ground birds Mm. and they do very few of the things that birds do yeah and they're just, as far as like bird songs go, you know, some birds have really cool songs or nice, yeah, yeah, pretty sort of chirping songs. And it, it's all turkey got is a gobble. Yeah, they're not a. It's not a great sound. Can you give me your best gobble, actually? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I'm, I almost had you. Almost. <laughs> That's not bad. That's, That's my best bad. gobble. They um, like um, I have some friends who are turkey hunters, and apparently the funniest part of turkey hunting is when they'll they'll gobble at pretty much any sound. Oh, because they have to gobble like a horny turkey too. And they gobble, they gobble, but they'll gobble over whatever sound you're making to try and like be the you know the bigger the tom around alpha turkey. <coughs> yeah, so they'll like they'll gobble over like the sound of your car door closing, and then the sound of you right. like walking. You know. Anyway, right. so apparently it's it's pretty comical. Cool. So, fact or fiction, turkeys, uh, not birds. Cool. Not birds. I gladly um, settled that. Moving on. I wanted to... I, you know what? It's been oh, so... Oh, quick reminder, Bush did 9-11. Carry on. Carry okay, on. yeah, good. Um, I realized, because you were you were asking me um, just a minute ago, you were like, I don't even know how long how long it's been since we recorded. I, and yeah. I, I have a note. see when we last posted. It's oh. fine. I have a... I have I have a note in my thing that said Jerry Springer died, and it was something I wanted to bring up in our next recording, oh, which is shit, right now. That was ages Jerry ago. Jerry Springer died at the end of April, so it was at least over a month ago. That we recorded. That we recorded, exactly. Yeah, because so. I was going to check and see when we last posted an episode, and I think it was probably sometime in April. Because we yeah, did two so, back-to-back. We did the therapy one and then the, the post-therapy one, whatever that one was called. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. How about I bring up our names and then I can April, remind you what our last episode was. Um, let's see. May 5th. Oh, yeah. The Atlantis one. That was a good one. Yeah. That one was fun. Um, it, was, um, it was in my May, notes. May 5th is when we posted that one. So it was it Atlantis, in April. Atlantis slash Treasure Hunters. Oh, yeah. Am I Indiana Jones? Uh, no, I didn't put Indiana. Fuck, I should have put Indiana Jones. Hang it on. It belongs in a museum. Okay. All right. Um, Remember that? My okay. name is Alex uh, Walter Raleigh, and that is Marty Indiana Jones. Hell yeah. Uh, those are some famous treasure hunters, and that what makes was, us the wrong guys. What was his real name? Remember he had like a... His name wasn't Indy. It was actually something else. Indy was Can like I be honest with you? I don't think yeah. I've ever watched an Indiana Jones movie all the way oh, through. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. The first, the first three are pretty good, and not for any like reason. Like not like I was like you know he raped yeah. my mom. You know what I mean? It's like it's just because I Oof, haven't. Yeah. Like that, that that would be a good reason to not watch someone's movie. It would be, but it's not the reason. And and I'm not stating that he did, and I'm just not mad about it. Like it didn't happen. Um, at the top of the show here, I wanted to start out 
with a strong shout out. Are you ready for this strong shout out? Hit me. Strong shout out to our buddy Justin and mm. his brand new daughter. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. I talked to him the other day. What a birthday gift! Hey. Yeah. She, I think she was born the day before, or a couple of days before his birthday, or maybe just after. But like within a couple of days, I think. If not, She's, on the same yeah, day. end of May for sure. Yeah. He was saying that Olivia. Shout out to Olivia. Um, mm-hmm. She probably doesn't listen, but I guess we should. Yeah, on. we should share <laughs> for the for the mother. She's the one who did the, um, the she's the, the one who did brunt of the work. She did most of the work. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he was saying that she was in labor for like six days, like her water broke, and it was just kind of like a, a very ongoing thing. Yeah. Like sent her back home, and like yeah, just yeah. kind of waiting for shit to happen. So it sounded like it was pretty tedious pro- progress or process. Sorry. Um, tedious yeah, progress. Sounds, yeah, it works. Tedious as Tedious well. progress. Tedious process. All of it was just sounds like it was tedious. Um, brutal but uh it sounds like mother and child are both uh back at home and healthy and doing well so yeah uh yeah very big shout i think her name is may may exactly m-a-e may Mm -hmm. shout out to all moms who have given birth ever Uh, Um, retroactive wait when's mother's day it was in may uh, May 12th yeah or i guess it's not may 12th it's may something shout out to all the moms doing mom shit you know yeah shout out um yeah so i just wanted to lead that up in it and he sent me a picture of her, and she's adorable, and she looks like him, and she's adorable. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, really good for them. Happy for the both of them. Um, I think he said they were going to try and plan a visit to the Kootenays at some point. But Yeah, sweet. Um, maybe later this summer. But, yeah, either way, um, uh, congratulations to the both of you. In big news uh, this week, um, have you seen the new Apple ski goggles? <laughs> I have, yeah. They look kind of sick, don't they? The Apple Vision Pro thing? 35. Which, so I don't think it's maybe intended to be like a consumer product right away. It feels like it's going to be more of a professional tool maybe for like designers or whatever. Because like what kind of price point is that if you're trying to... 3500 bucks, yeah. Cut into like the... Con- I don't think it's meant... I don't Dude. Think, maybe there'll be like a, a, a mini version or like a uh, whatever they do, like a, a step down or a couple step downs. Like you have the AirPod Pro and then the AirPod whatever. Like, it's, it, I don't know. It, it just, it doesn't, to me, doesn't seem like it's designed initially to be a consumer product. Although maybe it is, but like, it's more than a Mac. Costs more than an iMac. Yeah. Yeah. Like a good insane. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's going to end up having a data plan as well, right? So. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I think it, it just will probably initially fall into the realm of like a professional tool for VR designers or, or AI type shit. I don't fucking know. The thing that's um, interesting to me... But I'm like, me, I'm, I'm so not interested. Like, I'm completely uninterested in it. No, in no. That and whole thing. can I... Like, the thing that's interesting to me is... So, this has already been done multiple times, right? Oh, so yeah, it's like yeah. in different iterations, I guess. And every time it seems to, like, fall flat mm. of, of, of what people expect or of, of what is promised or of what people want, really, even. Mm-hmm. And, and what's interesting to me is going to be whether or not this one works for... A plethora of reasons, one of which being like it's an Apple product. So obviously there's like Apple diehards who want it. Mm-hmm. Two, the marketing campaign seems to be a lot more powerful than even like the Google glasses. Remember those came out and and like there was some marketing on it, but it wasn't like as strong as this one seems to be. Right. And so I'm just curious to see if it's going to work or not. Like if it does take off, this becomes a new platform that everybody, like the iPhone was, that everybody starts to develop sort of off of that one and then eventually it becomes a user-friendly kind of user market friendly um, product that will have like some pared down features that'll be more you know more usable less usable or whatever so if you're looking sort of 10 years down the line does this become something that's normal 
Mm. You know, and then and then you talk about like smaller versions eventually going to whatever like implants or like less visible versions or whatever. But anyway, yeah. it's interesting to me because it could it this feels like a pivotal moment where either this becomes something that everybody wants or it becomes something that just gets lost in history as being something that didn't work, you know? Yeah, for sure. It will be interesting to see what happens. Only because it's happened before. That's that's And Apple thing. like you said, Apple has so much has such staying power as well that Yeah. If this falls flat, like, do they have like a backup plan or, yeah, or something else? But again, like, just based solely on the price point, I can't imagine it's not like an entry level VR headset, like the Oculus Rift or whatever. No, but I'm sure they'll have financing plans for it. And, uh, and yeah. honestly, it doesn't. It won't surprise me that people will like forego eating and having a car for this. You know what to I mean? Have, like to have the the newest yeah. gadget. Mm. Yeah, like like first year university students will use their student loans to buy it. Yeah. I, I didn't it, even watch, like, I've, I don't know it's, beyond I, it being a headset. Like, does it look like it's... It looks wild. Sick. Like, like, I watched... It like it will be useful, like, in, like, to do, like, I don't know, long-distance surgery or something. Like, do you um, know what I mean? Like, you could have, like, a surgeon in one, like, in L.A. performing surgery with his headset on, like, using a robot and... I, I don't know how much capability... on the other side of the world, you know? Yeah, it know. doesn't have, like, any, like, haptic capabilities as far as I can tell. Um, I think of it more as like a different interface for your iPhone, right? Or for okay. like a MacBook computer. So it, it is fucking rad though. Like the, the, the system seems to be really, really well designed. Again, right. this is their own promotional stuff. So it's like, it's always going to outperform it, the reality in, in sort of like initial testing. Mm -hmm. Um, but it looks wild, man. I, I recommend it. Like give it a watch. Like there's like five yeah, minute intro videos or whatever. It looks really cool. It looks stupid as well, so it's like, you know, could go either way. I'm not going to mm. get one, um, but uh, I'm interested but if, to see but if someone had walking one, around outside it. with one. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, because don't the, don't the lenses, like, go clear and so, like, you can still see what's going on outside all the while having, like, this heads-up display? It's not clear. It's a camera showing you what's going on no outside. No way. Yeah. So you have two OLED screens in front of your eyes that are, like, giving you perspective on the outside, and that's how you're integrating the augmented reality into your Whoa. perception. Um, mm. apparently the, the, vis the, the screens are wild. Everything about it is wild and it's made okay. for like, you know, it's optimized to like 4k eyeballs basically. So yeah, anyway, of course. Of course looks it looks really cool. Um, I didn't actually really want to talk about it too much. I just wanted to talk about how ridiculous it looks because it mm. looks fucking ridiculous, but yeah, they look like Oakley's. Um, uh, and, and then I just wanted to mention one little, another little, uh, poke since mm -hmm. that's what we were talking about before we started recording. Um, my buddies just started a podcast, so I just wanted to shout out. Their oh podcast. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, it's called this raw life raw as in like uncooked. Um, and they're just a couple of the military dudes. And I, I, I was just listening to their first heaps. Like I've spent the last week or so, like, um, somehow being like a, a, um, uh, a consultant. He keeps like coming up to me and asking me like, oh, how do you do this? How do you podcast this? And he's like, I listen to your podcast. It sounds really good. And I was like, oh, thanks man. And he's oh, like, they listen to ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, how do you deal with this? How do you deal with that? So it was, it's been really interesting to kind of like mm. view this podcast as like a foundation and like and like what we do right, what we do wrong. Yeah. And I was like, dude, it's you know, it's wild. We've been doing this for like two years now. Like, I know. Not and like, longer than we that. We still it suck seem, at it. We still suck. Yeah, we're still pretty bad. <laughs> like, yes, somehow the quality has not improved. No. We had a soundboard for a little while. We just gave up on that. We just don't have a soundboard anymore. Our technician dude. quit. When we lost Raimi, I think I think we actually lost some quality, but oh, hundred um, percent. Um, I do. I will. I. I just. Not that I haven't had the time. I just have not gone around to doing 
the soundboard thing, like I could very easily set myself up to have my keyboard. It's literally within arm's reach and just have shit set up on the, on the drum pads. But anyway, I don't know. Yeah. That's something to think about for later. I just, but I'm yeah. comfortable in this little corner here. I don't want to like <laughs> fuck up the feng shui. I, I kind of like how things are feeling um, back here. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. But I just, I just wanted to shout those dudes out because they're starting yeah. out. and The raw you know, life it's called. And, and, and I was like, you know, one of the things you want to do is like, and you'll, if you, if you have a listen, which I, I strongly recommend their first episodes, all about like basic military qualifications, mm-hmm. like going to basic training and they go a lot more in depth than we did when we talked about it. So it's worth listening to if you're interested. Right. Um, but they clearly have like the one microphone in the room and everyone's sitting around it talking. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was like, one of the first things, you know, and, and that's what I was telling him. I was like, dude, you're going to learn all of these things by making mistakes and like oh, 100%. figuring it out. And it's like, that's what we went through at first. Yeah. And like our quality, your quality will get better as you go but i was like get microphones for every person and then mm-hmm. like isolate them so that you can actually like you know edit stuff as opposed to just like cutting it down in time anyway yeah so yeah this, this raw life and shout out to my boys and um yeah they're on podbean so they're on everything we're on which is like itunes and google play spotify and all that, and all stuff, that. So, yeah, yeah dope. spotify um have you checked the emails at all lately because i have not I did check right before coming on. Is there on. anything new? I can't imagine there is because we've been no. There was just the end of MIA for a while. Yeah, the end of the interaction, I guess, between you and Ramy, where you guys were arguing about social media. Um, where you told oh, him yeah. you, you blocked him from all our social media, and he's like, "You haven't heard the last of me." Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I did say that, and, didn't I? And then there was uh, an email that you sent in about. Uh, hang on, I have it open here. Oh yeah, was this some AI shit that I wanted to talk about? No, it was like evolution, like how how humans evolved in different. Oh yeah, I honestly didn't even read it, but I thought it kind of fit in with what we were had been recently talking about. Yeah, Um, you you sent a New York Times article, which like only works on subscription anyway. So oh, it's because I have I have like a some deal with like something where I got like three months of free access to New York Times. Must be nice it's yeah it's i probably should cancel that because i i never read the new york times but i just was able to access this one article and not have to deal with a paywall so i was like oh this is kind of seems kind of topical and relevant but anyways uh, like i said didn't even read the article i just sent it oh you want to hear something funny that happened to me recently sure this kind of fits in i don't really want to say it's a penis of the week moment but i just really want to use the penis Mm, of the week song good Um, good segment so i'm going to cut it in right here Um, so the penis of the week is my barber. Not that I really think he's a penis, but he did something really penisy to me. Okay. Um, I went to get my hair cut. This is obviously a while ago now, um, cause my hair is growing in again, but he goes mm. to cut my hair, whatever. I'm sitting in the chair. Like you've had a haircut before. It's all very normal. And mm. he's like trimming on the side. And then he grabs the clippers at one point and pulls my ear out and just fucking goes right into my ear. And I was like. You're not even going to ask me first if I want my ear hair trimmed. Into your ear? Into my ear. It was my first time ever having my ear hair trimmed, which I didn't know was a problem and a thing that people did. Right. And I felt violated. And I also felt violated not because he did that, but because he was telling me without saying it that I was turning into an old man. (laughs) That's a a bold one for sure. He's like, oh man, this guy's, he must know how bad this is. This is getting quite unkempt here. Let's get in there, clean up the the old ear garden. That's funny. It. Um, Did you say anything to him? No, I just stood there like shocked. Like, did he do both? I'm, you did both, obviously. 
Yeah, he did both sides. And then yeah. he, he like, he even, and this is another one that's like, I didn't know this was a thing, but he shaved like the top of my ear. Like here. It's <laughs> okay. got like, apparently there's hair there and he wasn't happy about it. So interesting. Anyway. That's going to grow back twice as strong now too. Yeah. Right? Well, I'd like true? to, so in the time since that's happened, uh, the barber shop here uh, flooded. So I'd like to think that's karma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Poor guy. Anyway. He's a nice um, guy. He's he's a lovely dude. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Ironically, he's a balding l- little man who's had hair transplants uh, recently, of course he which is. I always think is really funny. He's a nice guy, though. Um, um, what yeah. was I... I wanted to say one... Th- are you... Is that kind of... Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um, oh, it, it's in regards to the therapy episode. So okay. I had a look at the our Podbean stats a little while ago, and that one is by far, like, has blown every other episode we've ever done out of the water as far as listenership goes and as far as really? downloads go, it's it's already the most popular one we've ever done. Which is, and because I think I know why, it's because I labeled it the one where Marty cries. And all of you out there who are fucking mm. downloading it because you saw that, you're all fucking sick. You're, you're <laughs> sick fucks. You're fucking, you're just a bunch of voyeurs. So you're saying we need to get more clickbaity. Perverts. Everyone's listening to it just because I said that I cried and because I cried on the fucking episode. You guys are all sick, and I hate you all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it actually is the most downloaded episode. Wow. Uh, which I thought was kind of fucking insane. Cool. And again, well, I, think it's, I think it's because of <laughs> of the clickbaity sort of title. People are just like, why the fuck did this loser cry on a podcast? Oh. But um, just to add to that, um, I just want to say a quick word of uh, thank you to... I mean, it's been like that was feels like it was two months ago now that we did that that episode. It probably almost. was actually. It was about two months ago, um, and in from the time that we posted it and and I guess people were downloading it and listening to it, I I did receive quite a few like texts and messages from a bunch of friends. I'm not going to go through the list and name everyone that did, but uh, a lot of people did reach out just to say like, hey, we're thinking of you or whatever, just to kind of give um, advice or relate to their own stories or own experiences and stuff. And that meant a lot to me. And it was very kind and touching of you all to do that. And I just wanted to say, um, yeah, thank you for, for taking the time to reach out. It means a lot. Wow. What and a cool and unexpected outcome. Yeah. Right. I, I, and like, and that was the thing, like my concern, uh, when we did that was that it, I would come off as some sort of self-serving, like a narcissist, uh, like a self-serving narcissist who is just like looking for a pity party. Yeah, yeah. And which is not at all the case, but I can understand how it would seem that way. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you didn't know me that well, or if you were just kind of that was one of the first ones you listened to. You'd be like, "Wow, this is this is totally self-serving. It's kind of bullshit." Well, and I totally understand how it could come off as that, but that wasn't the case. And I think you know, and I don't care if that's what someone thinks. Like I'm comfortable enough with what we did as far as that went, as far as being open and vulnerable about something that I was going through. Um, and I thought it was a cool experiment and it was a very useful experiment for me. And I think, you know, when we did it, that it was all very super raw and I genuine, was genuine. And I was super relieved and like, it felt really good to be able to use this, this thing that we do as an outlet for some personal shit. Do you know what I mean? That's a really interesting point because 
what you're saying is you were worried that people were going to think you were having a like a narcissist moment or a self-serving moment or whatever. I, I and was, it leads me it, it leads me to yeah. believe that the um, when we talk about like the stigma for mental health and like mm. reaching out and all that other stuff actually might be self-imposed. That might be exactly what that is. It's right. that's the stigma. It's the, the one that you think people don't want to hear my problems or people are going to think I'm selfish or that I'm I'm narcissistic. Yeah, I I was just and again, I wasn't I didn't care that if that's what people thought, like it, it didn't bother me. It just, I was like in, in, in the, the light of what it is that we've been doing with this podcast thing for however many years now, like it, we're just trying to like have a chat and be entertaining to a certain degree. It's mostly for our friends. Like it's, we're just kind of bullshitting for our buddies. Right. Sure. Like we're not trying to reach a global audience here. Not and so and like not anytime soon. Um, so in the vein of like what we try and do is just kind of like bullshit and try and kind of be funny sometimes. Um, for our buddies and for ourselves, I was just like keeping that as like a, a point of reference or a frame of reference as far as this podcast as an entertainment. And I've used the term very loosely. Sure. Entertainment sort of uh, media, if you will. Um, I was worried that it might not fit into that same box and that it would come off as like, hey, everyone, look at me. I'm sad. Yeah, Feel yeah, sorry yeah, for yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was kind of like bothering me a little bit. But again, I was happy to do it. And even if that's what people got out of it, I, I didn't care. Like it didn't affect me one way or the other. But I just had this this mild concern of like, yeah. well, we've been doing this this show for a certain way for 70 episodes. And now this one is completely out of the box different. And it's but, just kind of like we're talking about me now. Yeah. And my feelings. Do you know what I mean? So, but I've, that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like that's what's important to remember is that mm. if you do have those moments, you should overcome the fear that you might be having that moment. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it, in order it was, to go in and have the 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 relief that you got after, and and all of the 100%. attention that that makes you feel better, and then that the people reach out and you have those conversations. Yeah, and those conversations <clears throat> lead to you sort of your personal growth, and it's like. Mm -hmm. That is like, that's the point I was making, which I think is a really, really strong one to kind of outline here is just to say, good for you for not giving a fuck that that's how you were concerned you might come off. Right. Because I think we've all felt that way sometimes. And that would be the barrier that would prevent us from reaching out. Mm -hmm. Right. And so yeah. good for you for reaching out and going past that barrier, because that's the, the point is that barrier is self-imposed. Right. It, it's it's mm -hmm. it's a it's a limitation that you put on yourself because you think no one cares about my stupid little problems. There's yeah. Why would anyone who... care about my my dumb feelings? Everyone gets sad. Why would you care about me being yeah, sad? Yeah. Exactly. So mm. I think it's actually a really powerful powerful lesson to take from that. And I and I I just want to shout out to all the people who who did reach out to you. And mm -hmm. and I hope that anyone who's listening understands the point that I'm making now. And and sort yes. of like. Um, implants that into their own life and their own perspective mm -hmm. to be able to take your those moments where you might need a little bit of support and yeah. actually go out and get it because that's that's the barrier you have to overcome so yeah that's and i think cool, man everyone has like i've i've been leaning on a couple of friends in particular who again i don't need to, to bring their names up but just um there's a they'll know who they are if they listen to this right. um but i've been talking to them like quite consistently and sending lots of voice notes. That's the dead giveaway. If I've okay. been sending if I've been sending you voice notes about <laughs> my shit, then you know that you're like an important person in my life when it comes to this shit. This is and about I think you. this is about you. Um, but no, I, I, what I was gonna say is I think everyone like you might not know it at first, but it's okay to like you'll kind of know which who those people are. I think 
you can kind of figure yeah. that out either by what your relationship is with them, but there, everyone has people in their lives that you're, that you can kind of dump on. And I'm mm-hmm. so super grateful for these, these people in, in particular, because they've allowed me to really dump at times. And it's been like, it's more helpful than you could ever imagine. I'm sure you, yeah. you, you know what it's like, but just to have people like that and everyone does, and it might not seem obvious at first, but you do have people like that. Um, in your life if you ever need it and it's just it's so it's just nice to have those people around just if you're going through it one day or one night or whatever you can just open the floodgates and just dump on them and they're there to, to listen and take it and then kind of talk you through it so cool man. yeah yeah shout out good. to those people yeah find your people i like that i really I, that was a that's a cool um that's a cool like i said a, an unexpected takeaway i'm really yeah. happy that happened mm-hmm. um Okay, I have a very serious question for you. Yeah, let's let's be funny now. Which um, for, the, for the masses? This isn't funny. This is a very serious question. Okay. Which um, which oh, Sex in the City character are you? I don't know. The only one's name I know is Samantha, and I don't even know if that's one of their names. So Owen asked me this out of the blue, as a joke, and then I was like, I don't even know who they are. So I did like some very like preliminary oh. like surface research on each of the characters okay and then i so i was like okay well now i can ask marty this so here are your four options i was gonna say you know how i know you're gay you know the four there's four four of them you know all four sex in the city character names but that's right you know which you know which one you are wait is there one named carrie as well there is carrie carrie's the main character carrie and then there's samantha yeah samantha and the other if you two, can, I have, I have if you can no name the other two, I'll give you points. I, dude, I don't even know. Um, if I did, if I had to guess, Carrie, Samantha, um, is there one named Jessica? No, or is that that's two white? That's girls, Sarah right? Jessica Parker is who you're. Thinking oh, okay. Of, um, who plays is Carrie? There one Samantha, Carrie, Rosie, Robin, um, uh, David. There's a Charlotte. Oh, yeah. I never would have got that. And the last one is Miranda, which I'm sure you've heard. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard Miranda before, too. Okay. Okay, So, um, Carrie is the shy outcast. Okay. Uh, Samantha is the sex-positive independent one. Okay. Uh, Charlotte is the headstrong cynical one. Mm Mm-hmm. And Miranda is the idealistic and naive one. What if I'm just like a little bit of all four of them? I mean, I, I think like, we're all a little bit I of all I think I'm just like a nice little mix of all four. Yeah. I think like some days I'm totally Miranda, but other days I'm totally Samantha. If I was going to... Probably the last one for me. Naive? Yeah. Idealistic if... and naive is probably me, I think. If I was going to assign you a Sex in the City character, I would say you're like a 50-50 split of Charlotte and Miranda. Like a cynical, headstrong... But idealistic, naive kind of mix. What? That's, that's who, who I would give you. Miranda. What was Miranda's thing again? She's the idealist, naive one. Okay. And what? I, was I the don't other think one? you're naive, but I definitely think you have some idealism. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. And for sure, naive as well. What are you um, showing me? Nothing. Oh, okay. Taking a, taking a video for someone. What was and sorry? What was the other one? Uh, Carrie Bradshaw's Shh. the shy outcast. Which I don't think really suits you very well. No, but and you then, said I'm a, I'm a mix of two. What was the oh the other one? one was Charlotte. She's the headstrong and cynical one. Yeah, I can definitely be pretty cynical sometimes. 
I'd say you're, yeah, but, but, uh, you know, uh, and then, and then for myself, I would give myself a, a strong Samantha. I'm a sex positive, independent person, I think. Yeah, I would say, I would agree with that. I'd say I'm like a, a 95% Samantha. So if you're mm. ever wondering, you know, I'm now really more of a Samantha than anything else. Now everyone knows. And what I'm going to do is Photoshop our faces on um, <laughs> a Sex in the City poster or something. I really hope that but you I do, don't, but this feels like a false promise. It's probably a false promise because <laughs> I've said I'd, I'd Photoshop a lot of stuff. Okay, next question. Yeah. This one's actually going to be a real discussion unless we both agree, in which case it might be a real short one. Okay. Okay. Picture this. You're in a coma and you're deemed, <laughs> you're deemed to have no brain activity, but your body's still alive. Okay? Okay. Are you with me or are you, sorry, are you on your phone? I'm, no, no, I'm listening. Okay. Coma, brain acti- no brain activity, body still functions. Yeah. At the same time, some uh, real fucking brainiac, uh, oh, what's the dude's name? The fucking, um, like, body's not working, right? So, <clears throat> you're a body with no brain. Okay. And then on the other side... There's like a, a brain with no body, essentially. Okay. Right? And they go, we think we've figured out brain surgery. We think we've got it nailed. Mm-hmm. And your family agrees to have this like body dead brain put into your body to lift you out of this coma. Okay. Right? The question is, is that a brain transplant or is it a body transplant? Mm. No, it's a brain transplant. So, explain. If I have my body in my in this physical form, mm-hmm. and my brain stops working, and I receive a new brain, that's a brain transplant. Mm-hmm. I'm receiving. That's the way I look you're, at it. It's literally, as something like I know, I know, I can see where you're going with this. Like, wouldn't it be because the brain is more important? The quote unquote more important. The brain is more. Uh, maybe significance because like you can't have a body without a brain, right? So the the brain is like the supercomputer, let's say. So you're like, isn't that sort of the number one on the list of of things you need to function? So wouldn't you then suggest that the body is being transplanted onto this new brain? I see what you're trying to go. Where you're trying to go with this, but <laughs> I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> I no no no. I can see where this is going. I can see where you're what trap you're trying to lay for me here. <laughs> When you said explain, I was like, okay, no. We're not well, I just want this. you to defend your position before I start stating my own. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that you're going to try and, you know, anyway, whatever. Um, I'm I'm literally looking at this as like, think of an ice cream cone. Okay. And a scoop of ice cream and you're just plopping a scoop of ice cream into the cone. Sure. Like that's, I'm looking at it as like, oh, the receptacle. The body is a receptacle and you're just fucking chuck, chucking a brain in there. Okay. Into the old bin up top. So to me, okay. it's a to me, it's a brain transplant. It's like, and it would be sick as if the surgeon could like, Kobe it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a step back jumper, and just so, go swish, no rim. Here's here's how I'm picturing the scenario. All mesh. Okay? You have like a an operating room, and there's a bed here and a bed here, and on one side there's your body, right? <clears throat> the comatose yeah. body, and on this side there's like the brain body, right? And then they like knock both bodies out with anesthesia or whatever Mm -hmm. and then like perform the surgery right 
and then they like chuck out your old brain and chuck out the old body or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they do with them. And then now they have this like one bed, right? Do they and they then fuck the nurse... before they... oh, sorry, that was gross. <laughs> they don't fuck the body before they I never asked. Before they might they, have. Uh, dispose it. Um so then the nurse comes in and and injects the stuff that like pulls you out of the 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 anesthesia or whatever, right? Okay. Who's waking up? Hmm. Because the real question is like whose consciousness exists? Oh. It's the one of the brain that still works. So then it was a like body if you're, transplant. If you're, well, no, it's still a brain transplant, is it not? Oh, if you I have, see. if you lose this your is hand, some, some sort of paradox. Well, it's kind a, of. It's just a valid question. It's like because once you're like, once my brain ceases to function, my consciousness or my I am no longer a thing. As anymore. far as we know, I'm no longer a person. I don't, right, because I, what makes up my, what makes me up? Oh, fuck, let me just start that over. Okay. My makeup is comprised of, and I don't mean makeup like Sephora. I mean like no, my no. makeup as like a person. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. Your entity. My entity. Um. My makeup is comprised of my personal experiences and history and things that I have felt and seen and touched and heard. Blah, 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 whatever. Uh, uh, whatever. A lifetime of, you know, sensory experience, I guess, is sort of a weird way to put it. I think people will understand what I'm saying. So once, and that's all stored up here, right? Yeah. All of that is stored in my brain. So like when I smell something, like for me, it's the smell of time. Like when I, okay. and I don't mean time like. Oh my God, we've had this discussion before. I mean like time, like the spice or the herb, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. It reminds you of your cottage. It reminds me of the cottage I went to in PI yeah. when I was a kid. So whenever I smell yeah. time, like that's in my brain. That's because of this memory is stored in my cranial cavity somewhere yeah. up here, right? Um, and that'll be a, a, as, as long as I'm not senile and can function, like the smell of time will always take me back to that place. Um. And when that's when your brain stops working, that, that that disappears forever. Like there's no longer like the the brain that comes into my body now doesn't might smell time and be like, wow, that's fucking disgusting. I hate that. Or remember a completely different. Or memory. remember yeah. it of like, oh, that's the smell of my weird touchy uncle. Sure. You know, because um, he wore like time scented cologne or something. I don't know. And again, not time like time like time like time. Do you know what I mean? Time exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it. I guess in that. Ah, oh, fuck. Does it then become a body transplant? I just want to say, as we're talking about this, that I've we've literally had this conversation before, and there's a video on YouTube called Marty Smells Time, where Marty can smell time. And it was... A oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. That was like one of our, if not our first video ever. It's so funny to me, because I was that's how I remembered it was the cottage thing. It's I wouldn't have remembered it if it was just a conversation, but yeah. I literally remember like animating that conversation that's for funny. a YouTube video. That's um, great. Yeah, I it's it's just a really interesting question to me because so what you were talking about to me on a <clears throat> philosophical sense is that if you remember like the old um uh I think therefore I am, right? And so your consciousness it, your your entity exists because of your perception of yourself. It's like it's not even your memory. 
so much as it is your perception of your memory or like the awareness that it is a memory. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause for sure right? you misremember things. No, and exactly. But like it's like the fact that you're yeah. aware that you're remembering something and you're not just remembering it. It's like when you can third person your memory, mm. that's, that's what makes you conscious. It's like right. you can remove yourself from who you are and perceive yourself in, in a, in a different situation. Right. So right. that to me does come from your brain to a degree. And, and so, yeah, so the, that's why I said like brain transplant, body transplant. Cause it's like, if I was having a different heart put into my body, then that would be a heart transplant. Mm -hmm. But the, the, the me, I guess is really the question is like, is, are you your body or are you your brain? I would right? say you're, 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 you're the brain for sure. Right. So then you, you in that scenario are dead. You're the useless. Oh, hundred percent. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. You're just a, you're just a, a, you're just an organism like a, like moss. Oh, yeah. And then you my, know? my body becomes a vessel for someone else's consciousness, for sure. For, for another person's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, the thing is, I would like to think that you, you somehow that maybe there's some imprint in your body that influences your new brain as well. Like I would, I would imagine that there's like a no. part of you that remains and then it becomes both where you're like, you know what I mean? Like where me this, maybe the smell of time confuses you into all of a sudden being positive. You're not sure why there's no memory associated with it. There's like you a smell time and it's positive, right? Mm, yeah. Because you're I was not just thinking how it, funny yeah. would it be to like, <laughs> for like the, like if you, <laughs> like say I'm an athlete and like I I'm really good at running or something. I have perfect running form. Okay. <laughs> and then my brain shuts off and then I get a new brain and the person whose new brain like runs like like a sissy girl or something. <laughs> like arms kind of flapping. <laughs> How funny would it be like, to just see people you know and be like what the fuck happened to this guy? I used to run the 100 it's meters the same. in like 10 because it's outside. still outside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know why that amused me. That thought amused um, me. Yeah, that was a, that was a, it's a fun question to ask yourself because there's like the philosophy behind it gets like pretty existential about like, you know. Yeah, it's you, sort of, it's like kind of a, not quite a paradox, but kind of sort of paradoxical situation, I guess. It, yeah, it, it's, it's bordering on the edge of paradox for sure. Hmm. Um, I, uh, I also like, at one point I was like, well, maybe we should talk about black holes. And then I was like, I, you know what? I don't know anything about black holes. I don't think no. we can talk about black we holes. We talk about space enough as it is too. Historically. Yeah. yeah we have our, we have our space moments well, for we sure. We famously talk about space quite a lot. Speaking of, um, there was talk recently. Does anyone know how old the universe is? <laughs> it's 14 billion years old. I know that now. Mm. Um, no, there was. There was talk recently about uh, UFOs. What's this? What's all this UFO talk going on lately? So I saw a thing yesterday that I think it was in Las Vegas or something. Um, okay. This cop or these people saw like this weird blue flashing light thing kind of drop out of the sky. Okay. And like multiple people have claimed or reported to have seen it. Um, and then cops were sent there and then there was like body cam footage that I saw and this one cop was like, man, I'm really nervous. Like <laughs> this fucking guy called in. He's like, he said he saw like a nine or 10 foot like figure standing outside in his backyard. Huh? Like hovering around this tree. He's like, there's a couple of them is what this guy, I don't know. 
this guy called the cops and was like, yeah, we saw the blue light and now there's like a 10 foot figure standing in our garden. And it was in the middle of the night. So who the fuck knows? It could have been a shadow. It could have been absolutely nothing. Um, but this happened yesterday, the day before, I think. And I'm pretty sure it was in Vegas. Hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't actually know beyond that. It's um, probably going to be one of those things that just kind of comes and goes like most so what happens, sightings. What happens, and the reason I asked the question is because I don't read the news anymore. Mm. I scroll literally one Reddit page. And Here's the news. A, the world is on fire and everything is, is horrible. No one can afford a house. Everyone's overweight. Everyone's dying. And literally the world is on fire. That's, yeah. that's it. Well, yeah, and well, that the point I was getting to is that I I scroll a single um, meme page on Reddit, and I extrapolate what's happening in the world based on what memes are coming out. Nice. So the, I knew the world was on fire because everyone's making memes about New York skyline being orange and then blaming Canada. Yeah, thanks a lot, Canada. Um, and then um, there's a lot of memes coming out about um, the government releasing information about UFOs. That's why I was wondering what what's going on. Oh, um, I yeah, couldn't tell you. There's been some declassified documents, I think, or something recently. And um, but it's like, do you really trust the government with any of this shit? So, I don't know. I mean, who else to trust? There's nobody else. Like, do you, or is this just some sort of what's it called, like a red herring sort of thing? Sure, but like, who? Like, would you? They'll trust be like, well, Elon let's give Musk? them, let's give them this morsel here, so they fucking. This will keep them busy for a while, and then we don't have to tell them about that, which is the actual thing. Like, I'm, I'm just speculating. No, you're right. I no, sound no, like no. tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist, which is a really fun hat to put on, by the way, um, as, a, as an exercise. But it's like, do you, like, if the U.S. government or the CIA or whoever is like, okay, fine, you guys have been asking for it, I guess we'll declassify some of these documents about these aliens that you guys are asking about. Here you go. And it's yeah. like... And that's little morsel or like like those crumbs are enough for people to be like, oh, see, I fucking knew they were hiding something. And then like you read through it and there's fucking nothing there, really. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. There's nothing of any substance. There's no like proof or or lack of proof. It's just fucking, you know, papers and maybe photos. I don't fucking know. But then in the I, meantime, they're like, well, we're never going to tell them about the fucking real shit that's going on. Again, super tinfoil hat of me, but like. That's the way. Again, this is my. This is my. What's it, Charlotte? Cynical. Yeah. This is my yeah. my Charlotte side coming out, being super cynical about. You're such like a why Charlotte. I'm such a Charlotte right now. Yeah. But like, why the fuck would you? I don't know. Again, I get what you're saying. Like, there's no. Who else would you believe? But this is just sort of. It's I don't like, know. if it was like Richard Branson, would you be like, oh my god, we have to believe him? No, I feel like you I'd be I mean? skeptical about any and all of it. What if I, it was like, a different government? What if it was like the Brazilian government or like still? The, I just feel like exactly. Have like so it's like you, ulterior you know. motives and like reasons to to hide sure. shit. Like everything is calculated. They're not just going to be like, uh, wake up one day and like whatever NASA or whatever space agency is in charge of releasing these classified documents or whatever the CIA. They don't just show up to work and be like, man, this people on Twitter, people on Reddit really want to see what's going on with the aliens, man. We better fucking let them know because they're yeah. really asking about it. Like, do you think that, like, because people are tweeting about aliens that the government will be like, okay, fine. You guys, it's like, you know, you guys have been asking about the aliens. So here you go. Um, because you asked so nicely. No, it wasn't. I don't think it was. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, remember the information that I do have. And 
my understanding is there was like uh there was like a meeting that happened recently um at an air force an american air force base like potentially area 51 but probably not that one okay um and so it was like canada the uk us new zealand australia and maybe like another sort of powerhouse but i couldn't tell you okay um and it was a meeting about uh potentially oh, about no. ufos Keep going. i know yeah it's fine but it was potentially about ufos but it was more probably about like the new space forces that are being built which is like a real it's a real thing that's happening um and then all that came out of it was like you know there's a bunch of classified shit we can't talk about suffice it to say we were very surprised at some of the stuff that you know we got given access to in terms of like you know historical documentation and stuff this is coming from like the 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 like royal canadian air force like the canadian military equivalent so i thought it was pretty interesting it's definitely i don't know it's definitely one of those things that's either going to become like big news and like be on cnn or gonna kind of fall apart and just like never uh, amount to anything right i gotta be honest with you i i didn't really listen to what you just said um um something about a space force and people meeting in a secret meeting somewhere um, yeah, I got that part, but I missed the end because I was fiddling around. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, but just again back to being cynical. I guess about trusting governments. Like to me, it's just like I don't know. I everything is calculated when yeah. it comes to like press releases or shit that they do release to the public, and especially when it comes to declassifying shit. So. A funny story that always <clears throat> reminds me of that. Um, Let's go, Brandon. You know what I mean? Do you know, um, do you remember? Okay, I'm not going to name any names because we won't really get into it because there's probably some interests that need to be protected. But name, do you name remember? Them and bleep them out. It's more exciting when you do it that do way. Do you remember at one point um, in the House of Commons in Canada, uh, the <clears throat> Prime Minister elbowed a lady? Yeah, <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> so you remember that whole story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So violently elbowed. Yeah. So God, we, that was amazing. A person that we know was <laughs> was involved in um, the at some point. Uh, I remember very specifically having this conversation with this person who was mm. in an office in a different office who was strategizing how to use that moment to their political advantage. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that very, very specifically where they were like, they were holding on to this email that they had crafted. They're in the war Until room. like a certain point in time where they would send this email out to some specific people to kind of like stir the pot a little bit and like mm. throw gas on the fire. And I remember that moment so well because the, the person that that um, person worked for, like the, mm. the interest group that that person worked for, wasn't involved either as the like perpetrator or the victim of the elbowing. Mm. It was somebody who was like on the outside looking in right. and knew that they could gain politically from that moment. Like as mm. soon as it happened, they were like, this is our moment. Like, and it yes. Was, it was the moment where I realized that entire building is like a giant chessboard and they're just oh, like yeah. moving pieces around, right? 100%. And it has nothing to do with making sure that um, the interests of the pawn are taken care of. No, it's all... Or that the knight makes it to where they're trying to get the knight. It's mm -hmm. all just about winning the game. And yeah. it's like, you can sacrifice a pawn to win the game, right? It is a game. And it's not to say that like those people don't, at some point, do work that benefits others or work that, you know... Like, there's sure. work still gets done, but 
fundamentally the the foundation of that whole thing is like you're saying is is a game and it's how to find the angles that benefit you and your party the most whether it's like you're saying from the elbowing incident and like how do you flip that into a political advantage as opposed to just being like an absolute nothing like it's completely inconsequential when it comes to the running of this country <laughs> you know and what happens when it comes to decision making or or having a, a bill passed or whatever it has nothing to do with any of that but if you can take that incident and then recast it in a certain light that makes your party seem a little bit better you can gain some pull with the public or gain a couple which votes next time around funding, which, which yeah, gets exactly. you money gets you funding that's that's exactly what you're saying it's, it becomes a game at that point or it, it always is a game it's like that's the bottom line is it's it's how do you find ways to win? And you know? unfortunately, as much as we would like it to be, the like end game is not to to get the the most for your constituents. No, right? How That's like how how does strategizing about the elbow help anyone in your constituency? That's exactly. The I mean, point. The, it's like the the, the the those people might say, well, it helps us get more funding, so we can you know, put in place more programs that help benefit the, but at the end of the day, it's just like, why does it boil down to that? Why can't you just, that's a justification figure. Yeah. I know exactly. I don't know. It's, it's, it's crazy. Anyway, that's sort of, I think where my cynicism yeah, because... kind of stems from is not just that specific incident, but just in general, how it's just kind of, everything is calculated and there's an angle to all of that shit. Yeah. Because in an ideal world, if I'm a politician and you are one of my constituents, my goal is to bring your issues up to the government. Right. And mm -hmm. then to have to compromise with other governments, maybe opposing governments in order to get the most for all of our constituents. Right. It's like your guys want this. My guys want this. If we do this and work together, then we can get a little bit of what everybody wants for everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. And what's best for the people based on the science and the data and all this other stuff. Yeah. It's just like uh, hang out and talk about it and compromise. Yeah. But it, unfortunately, it seems like you just get lost in that game and you lose sight of what you're playing for. And you end up just trying to win the game where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, and then sacrificing the interests of your constituents in order to win that game, like sacrificing the pawn or like putting the rook in a, in a dangerous position. Mm -hmm. So it's just a really, um, yeah, it's, it's a really kind of like, it's, it's easy to become skeptical when you start to think about things that way, for sure. You know? Also to uh, that, to that person who I know listens to this, we love you. We do. We, we do. You. And it's, it's not your fault. It's that not you your were fault. In that world. It's not your fault. This is a, the Goodwill Hunting moment. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Um, he has since moved on. From... He has since moved on, yes. Um, and I think in hindsight, he might maybe agree with us. I don't know. It's, it's, that was a long time ago. I, I do remember think... that being a, a really sort of... I just remember laughing about the whole thing. Sure. <laughs> Wasn't it on video too? Wasn't there a video of yeah. the thing? Yeah, there's video. And it was like he, he, the prime minister like stormed down the fucking aisle or something and just like grabbed something from someone and like by accident kind of, I don't want to say nudged, but like, you know, did bump into this lady with his elbow. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like a, a love tap, but it was kind of like a, it's like if you bump in, like you're walking with your head down, you bump into someone on the street is what I remember it being. Maybe I'm misremembering. It didn't seem it that. wasn't it wasn't even that involved. So what what happened? I mean, I won't go into too much detail, but the so there's a there was they were forming a line. So the this opposing party was forming a line to prevent a certain member of parliament from from getting to his seat. Right. Like, right? what are you in fucking kindergarten? 
It was it was a real kindergarten move, and because oh. he's not allowed to, like, there's rules against oh. him going around the desk. No that wonder would be crossing people the floor. fucking hate politics. Um, because you're playing fucking kindergarten. Na 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 na. You can't get to your seat. Na 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 na. So because fuck, because, grow the fuck up. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So because he's not allowed to go around and like technically what would be considered crossing the floor, which would mean like defecting from his party. So the prime minister, and it wasn't. It wasn't a member of the prime minister's party. It was a member of the alliance. Right. And so he, he, he was like, he was just fed up and he was just trying to get to the part where they can sit down and have the discussion that would lead to like democracy. Right. And so he like reached past this group and grabbed that member and like dragged him through this lineup of people. Right. And as he did it, at one point he turned around and in turning around, like a stray elbow found its way. Yeah. Um, onto a woman who she fully, like, FIFA played it up and, like, blew up. What did it catch her, like, on the chest or something? Or I, I want to say, it, it, in my memory, it's either, like, her arm or her head. But it wasn't, like, they, it wasn't they, like an elbowing. I don't remember. Please tell me they brought her out in, like, a, a sling the next day or no, something. No, no, no. They, oh, like, that would have like, been she, beautiful. They caught her. It was, it was, it was How relatively How perfect innocuous. would that have been? Like, she comes back with, like, a fucking... A She's like in a, in a wheelchair and a neck brace and like a fucking cast on and like her foot's in a cast or whatever. With like somebody helping her walk. Yeah. Maybe a, a guide dog or like a guide. an emotional support dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would have been. I'm like, if you're going to lean into it, fucking lean into it. Get Go get the sling it. out. Yeah. Make it fucking Crutches, look real banged everything. up. Yeah. Um, no. So, I mean, yeah. No, She's absolutely like, I right. The moment I haven't been able to sleep. Yeah. I yeah, have PTSD. Anyways, exactly. Um, no, it was a very childish moment. But that's the point I'm making is that politics is just that. It's a game. It's silly. And they're using strategies to try and counter votes. And they're trying to, you know, prevent people from making it to their seats by using, like, loopholes in the rules to that guy's not allowed to walk that way. So if we stand here, then he can't get around us. And then yeah, he's, yeah. he's not going to be in his seat. How much they money count the votes and, a year are these people fucking making? Like, we're paying uh, for these people to, figures, to run easily. our country. Yeah, with our taxes, figures. and they're playing schoolyard, kindergarten bullying games in the house. Of well, I mean, if you don't like it, you can uh, run. Yeah, sure. That's I don't know. the line I heard like, my whole fucking life. I and I understand, like, you as a as a citizen, you have like whatever this quote unquote like civic duty or civic responsibility to like vote and like care about politics. But I'm like, actually, I don't know. I fucking I'm exercising my right to not give a flying fuck about any of this shit because. Truly, none of it really affects me in the day to day. Like, I remember this. This is another like another anecdote. When Trudeau first got elected in like twenty fourteen or fifteen, it was. Um, I was working at a bar downtown Ottawa, and this was like the morning after the election. Trudeau had won, and like pretty convincingly, convincingly, I think that first time, like he beat Harper. I think it was, it doesn't matter. He won. And um, the unfortunate reality of these situations is when one party wins, a bunch of people don't get reelected and their offices shut down or their staffers no longer have jobs, right? Which is just kind of like the reality of the situation. And that's part of the the job, I guess. And it's unfortunate, but it's the way things go. So um, a bunch of uh, conservative staffers, I don't know who they were working for, but um, they're all, I think I would say students, maybe they were co-op students or interns or whatever, but they all had lost their work or that was like their last day of work. And they all came in for lunch at my bar and I served them. And I knew that they were, 
uh, conservative just by like the leading questions they started asking me because like it was on TV because I was following it. So I had it on the big screen and the sound on and all this shit. Um, and they were like, I'm like serving them, taking drink orders or whatever. And they're like, what do you think about the election results? And I was like, nah, uh-uh, mm, no, no, we're not doing this. No fucking shot. I'm here to pour you beers and serve you lunch. I'm not fucking falling into this trap. And they're like, you know, he, he's going to raise taxes, you know? And I was like, I couldn't legitimately, for me, and maybe taxes are a bigger deal to other people. For me, I don't give a fuck. I cannot express how little of a fuck I give if taxes go up. I don't. <laughs> in my day-to-day life, in my existence, with the amount of money I make or the, how little money I, I have and make, taxes going up a few percentage points doesn't make a fucking lick of difference. And maybe you could say like, oh, well, over the course of a year, like 1% adds up. Like, I don't fucking care. I'll figure it out. I'll just make a bit more money. I'll spend less, whatever. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? And that's just like, I don't know, that's just an anecdote that I had in mind about how like some people are really invested in like keeping taxes down and doing this shit. And for me, politics, the game, all that shit, I don't fucking care. I don't. Well, dude. I don't. You, the one thing I, I, the one sort of, uh, the last two electoral issues that I've had an interest in, I guess you could say, not even cared about, but been like, oh yeah, it would be cool if this worked out or it'd be cool if that became a thing was the decriminalization or legalization of marijuana, which again, mm-hmm. I don't even fucking smoke weed, but I just think that like, it's fucking insane to me that it's, that it was illegal. And I'm like, it's great that it's not anymore and yeah. it's accessible. I think that's fantastic. Um, and I, I would have to look up the numbers, but I'm assuming that the government has seen an increase in tax revenue off of taxing marijuana across the board. I, I feel like, again, speaking with zero research here, but that's just what we do. That's um, what we do. That's what we do. I think that province to province, everyone would report like, yeah, no, this has been financially speaking, this has been beneficial to most provinces. And I like, assume I so. Cause they kept would, doing it. So I would assume and it's still a thing and no one's. You know, no one's up in arms about it. It's just like a normal part of life. So I was like, cool, that's sweet. That was one thing that I was, again, interested in seeing uh, sorted out. And the other one was um, the, essentially the, like the redesign of the, uh, what's it called? The electoral system. Oh, yeah. Like getting rid of first past the post and switching to proportional representation. Yeah. That to me, and this is just from... Not that I even care about who would win or lose in, in a proportional representation scenario, but to me, just looking at this from a logical perspective, what makes the most sense and represents the people the best, it's proportional representation, is it not? If like, How does it make sense that 33% of the country vote for one guy, but he wins the, you know, the most? Like, 33% should mean 33%. It shouldn't mean a majority or, or whatever the fuck the case may be. And that, again, I don't care about red or blue or green or orange. I just, I just feel like if a percentage of people are voting for a party or a color, then that's the percentage they should get in the House of Commons. And that, to me, like that was promised, I think, by the liberals at some point. And I think, you know, in hindsight, you go back and go like, well, that was also part of the game because I think they dangled that carrot in front of everyone going like, this is something people care about, especially young people. It was the NDP, actually, that started. It was Jack Layton talking about that. Right, but I think, um, I, did the liberals not dangle that carrot and say like we're going to switch after this election we're going to we're going to look into switching things and then they got elected and they were like actually fuck that scrap it it's going to cost too much yeah money. so so everyone's kind of like a, dude what the fuck i 
again, just... my under my understanding of that is, and and I think you're on to something for sure. It's like there's so I work to some degree for the government, mm. and I understand how big this machine is, right? So how it takes like time for things to change. So it's like I understand that they have to like. Oh, if you say it, it's not, no, it can't be I, an overnight thing. I understand. No, no, that. exactly. And I'm not defending what they're doing because there's a good chance that nothing's happening. But there's also a good chance that there's like meetings have started years ago to like make it happen. And then we won't hear about it for like eight years or something. Right. Um, so that's very, very possible. I know that some of the challenges that they talk about are challenges that are exclusive to old thinking. Like they talk about how like, OK, well, how do you how do you dissipate your um your uh your members you know like like uh, ministers throughout the country like how do you put um the right amount of members in the right places because it's like if you have you know whatever percentage of the people vote for this party but like that area is the opposite can you put this member to represent those people Mm -hmm. right um even though the majority of those people would have voted for somebody in the other party and it's like yes but also when have you ever met your member of parliament like you haven't because that's not how you interact with your member of parliament. If you mm-hmm. want to interact with your member of parliament, you just fucking email them, yeah. right? So you can have somebody assigned to you or you can just email the party and you can have that kind of dealt with in those ways. But I understand that it's like representing areas and interests of those areas and stuff. So like the member of parliament who deals with the place where you're living, that region is like a fisherman and a and a hunter and a you know a miner and and all this other stuff so he like represents the interests of those types of people so he fits in with that group so you know that if you email him about something that's related to that stuff that that's what's going to come back to you right as opposed to being like emailing somebody in downtown toronto who's like never been outside of the the, the concrete jungle about you know a grizzly bear hunting ban mm. you you wouldn't get the response that would that guy would be like that's not important and he would never bring it up into parliament right so that's yeah, yeah. the whole point of the but those are all things that can be addressed fairly easily they just seem like hurdles if you're addicted to the old way of doing things which is the right. way that we have going on now right well so, figure it out that's all I yeah say. i'm sure they will it's a it's an interesting point because i've always wondered why representative democracy isn't a thing you should have you know, you have whatever it is, the amount of seats in the House of Commons should be representing the amount, the, the, the interests of the people in the country. And what it would do is it would reduce the impact of heavy play of like the, the weighted impact of like people heavy places and just dissipate that responsibility into kind of more of like a general Canadian sort of existence as opposed to being like, you know, right now, like Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Quebec City basically run the whole country. Mm. They have the population. And so whatever way they vote tends to kind of drag everybody else along with them, especially in rural places like anywhere north, anywhere in the prairies, anywhere. You know what I mean? So it's like those places is like, dude, if you live in fucking Yellowknife, like good luck having your interests met in the House of Commons. That's not what people give a fuck about because it's you and 16 other people who care about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean... You know, Anyways, I don't know how we started talking about this, but it is a, it is an interesting take. Look at us get political. I fucking, yeah, look at us go. We've done it. We've done it. Um, yeah, that's not something I ever really would have imagined myself talking about here, but here we are. I guess in this moment, we're both pretty Carrie-like. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. My, she's I th- my favorite. I think we've done a good job here at... Uh, 
and I don't know, like, what do you have? Um, do you want to do a word of the day? Um, we, I suppose we could. Um, do you have anything in your notes? No. <clears throat> oh, my voice cracked. Uh, let me check my notes. Uh, there's four. Uh, Julian wants us to talk about sharks. Did that. And basic training. We did that. Uh, weekly reminder that Bush did 9-11. We did that. You're on it. And then what is the dumbest thing you ever did as a teenager? Ooh. Those are my hmm. comments. Do you know what the dumbest thing you've ever done as a teenager is? Uh, God. You know what? This is kind of a segue, but I was talking to a friend at work today about... I don't know how we, how we even came up about it, but they were like, she said something about like, oh, listen, we've all slept with questionable people in our lives. And I was like, yeah, you know what's funny is like, we, we've all done it. Everyone has that person or a couple people you slept with like, oh man, I was really drunk. That was, that was a mistake or like just whatever it is, bad hygiene or just like every, it could be a multitude of reasons, but you yeah. have, everyone has that person that's kind of like, oh, that was kind of a rock bottom a little bit for me. And what I thought was funny is that you like if you've slept with enough people, you are for sure someone's rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you good know? point. I'm not bringing my A game to every performance. I think if you've slept with like more than like more than like five or ten people in your life, you are pr- you're likely someone's. You're probably someone's rock bottom. Yeah, there's a good chance. That's a good point. You're absolutely. Which I right. thought was really funny. It's a funny thing I, to think um, of, like to to. To look at yourself that way and be like, ooh, what are some of the sort of, you know, lousier, not lousier, but like, I don't know, less impressive sexual encounters you might have had? And you're like, oh, yeah, that was a bad one. And you're like, oh, you know what? I'm Yeah, like you said, not always A-game for me. Not always bringing A-game. <laughs> so... I'm trying to think. I'm still trying to think of the dumbest. The dumbest I'm... thing I ever did as a teenager, yeah. Uh, oh, I got a good one. Um, okay. I think I was in maybe in high school or just out of high school. Um, I, God, I really hope my parents don't listen to this because they're going to be like, you are <laughs> such a fucking shithead. Um, I one time dro- uh, biked home from downtown Ottawa back to my parents' place where I was living at the time, obviously. And it was late. It was like three in the morning and it was like a 45 minute bike ride down Bank Street. Um, I just... Decided, you know what, I'm just, I know bank leads all the way there, so I'm just going to hit bank and go all the way back. It was like, it was late. It was, again, two, three, four in the morning. Had been drinking. Um, and was fucking not wearing a helmet, because helmets weren't cool. Sure. Um, and biked all the way home, and was so, I don't think I was that drunk, but I was drunk enough to be like, uh, looking around, kind of like, ugh, just kind of making my head spin a little bit. So I was like, the easiest way for me to do this is to just look at the white line on the side of the road and just follow that. Okay. And I, and I know I'm on bank and it's basically a straight line, a straight shot all the way home. So we're just going to do that. And then I just biked all the way down bank street, which is one of the busiest streets in Ottawa. Again, it was late at night, but it's still a busy street. Um, and I biked all the way home <laughs> just staring at the road. I think probably occasionally glancing up cause I knew I was coming to an intersection or whatever, but mostly just staring down at the road. And then when I got to my, the street that my parents live on, it's a big bend, like a big uh, right to left bend. It's almost like a 45 degree kind of gradual curve, okay. um, if that makes sense. It doesn't, but... Um, it does. It does, it's okay. It's very clear. Good. Um, and I 
decided, I was like, oh, cool, home stretch. Like, I'm almost there. I bet you I could do this no hands with my eyes closed. <laughs> so I I get to, um, like, I'm going straight. And I'm like, okay, cool, here comes the bend. I'm, like, pretty sure I can do this. Like, I can do this. Again, no hands, eyes closed. Um, and close my eyes and start going no hands. And within, like, uh, the first two pedals, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm doing this. And then by the third pedal, I was like, oh, I am no longer, <laughs> I'm not vertical anymore. <laughs> and I just felt myself like, I was like, oh, I'm falling. I'm falling quite rapidly. And I opened my eyes in time to see, thank God I fell onto the grass side oh, like, okay. of the curb as opposed to falling into the middle of the street. But I basically like hit the curb uh, and it was late enough in the morning that there was dew all over the grass. So my bike like bounced off the curb, went skidding into the street. I went skidding onto the lawn. And like, again, skidded because it was wet and I skidded like for, I don't know, 15 feet. I was going pretty fast um, and like lost my phone, lost my wallet, <laughs> like a hundred feet from my house. <laughs> and nice. then I'm like, and then I'm like, oh fuck, that was so dumb. And like, I think the, I think I bent the tire on my bike um, and couldn't find my phone. And I'm like on all fours feeling around like, oh, it's got to be around here somewhere. And thank fucking God, my friend Justin called me. Who the fuck knows why? at four in the morning, probably looking for an after party or something. And I saw my phone like light up in the grass, like another 25 feet further. (laughs) Like it was just, it had just gone. You would have been looking for it out of my pocket. I never would have found it. Um, So yeah, that one sticks out as a really dumb thing that I did when I was, when I was a teenager, I was probably like 19 or 20 when that happened. That was pretty stupid. I was, I was trying to think of the dumbest thing I've ever done. And like, I wasn't sure how to frame like dumb. Is it like something I got caught doing or something I got away with doing? But I was, your story kind of reminded me of a dumb story. So I figured that's the one I'll tell. And it was the story of the, um, the time I was going Christmas shopping and it was, I was like 17 years old at the time. Mm. And, uh, I didn't have a driver's license because I didn't think it was important. So I was biking. So this is like December 23rd and I'm, it's like 7:30 at night. And it's like pitch black, like it's December in Ottawa, right? And I'm biking to uh, the shopping mall, which is like a couple, you know, a couple, it's like, uh, you know, probably a 10 minute bike from my, my parents' house. And there's like big hills and I'm coming down this hill and I'm like, I'm ripping, like just absolutely fucking tearing. Like I've got my bike in like the biggest gear I can use. Cause I'm like, I love going downhill fast. right. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm ripping down this hill in the dark. There's no street lights on this section of road. And I'm wearing fucking probably a, a hoodie. And I know for sure I'm wearing shorts. And because um, I'm 17 years old and I'm indestructible. And as I'm coming to this intersection, that I'm, it's like a T intersection. So I'm riding along this main street. And then there's a street that cuts, that like tees into it. Yeah. And I'm about to cross that street. There's a, there's a lady in a car coming up the main road who's got her right turn signal on. So I'm facing her. She's about to turn right and intersect with me. Mm-hmm. And I see it kind of like happen in slow motion. I'm like, I'm about to get hit by this lady. And I was like, I was originally, I was like, she's going to get in my way and I'm yeah. going to end up flying over her car. Okay. And I was like, I was like, I have a choice to make. I could break and try and stop before I get there. Or I can speed up and try and get ahead of her, right? Right. Well, it's December 23rd, so there's snow and ice all over the ground. And I'm on a pretty regular, like, Canadian tire bicycle. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, there's no way I'm stopping in time. That's just going to make things worse. I'm already in my biggest fucking gear. So I'm like, let's speed up. I'm going to try and get ahead of this bitch. So I'm pedaling as fucking hard as I can. 
and I get through the intersection. And this is like the part that like, you know, you parts, little memories stick with you. And I was pedaling with my right foot and she hit my pedals. Like she hit the part where my leg would have been if I was pedaling with my left foot. Okay. You know what I mean? Like how one foot's in front of the other. So my right foot's in the front and her bumper, the like passenger side of her bumper takes out the back of my bike and just narrowly avoids my leg by like this much and just completely stops it. Like, I don't know physics, right? So my bike stops moving. I'm not attached to my bike. So I keep going. I flip over the handlebars, do like a front flip, land in what is conveniently a large pile of snow. (laughs) Jesus. Like She must have been terrified. Okay. It's like, where did this fucking heat seeking missile biker come from? Yeah, it's Why like is he on dark. A bike? I'm in the dark. It's yeah. like there's no reason to expect a bike to be coming through there, right? <laughs> um, and so she smokes me, whatever. I flip over the handlebars. Um, and then I, uh, I get up because I'm fine because I landed in a snowbank. And I like walk over and like wrench my bike out from her bumper because it's like fucking mangled under there. Mm-hmm. And then I like... She's like frozen in time. She's on her phone. This is before cell phone yeah, okay. was. That's how long ago this was. Right. She's like on her cell phone. And she's dri- I remember she's driving an old Mazda 323, like a really old boxy red Mazda. Yeah, yeah. And um, I like walk over and I give her like the wind your window down signal. And she's like... Uh, like in shock. I can't. Like what the yeah, fuck Yeah, and her, like, her windows are manual, so she would have to, like, reach over to, like, unwind it. Mm-hmm. So she she just kind of, like, looks like this, and she's just like, I can't. She's still on her phone. And I'm like, just wind your window down. She's like, I can't. So I open her door, and because <laughs> I'm in shock, and she's in shock, I look at her, and I see how much shock she's in. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so my, my instinct is to open her door and go, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, um, I think so. And I went, okay. And I closed her door and I grabbed my bike and I just walked away. <laughs> Cause I was like, I'm fine, she's fine. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't till like two blocks later that I realized like my foot was getting squishy. And it was because as I flipped over my handlebars, I like nicked the front of my leg and like was bleeding profusely into my shoe. Oh Jesus Christ. So I went to a muffins. Do you remember those? And I do. Uh, I do. Yeah, and grabbed like all of their napkins basically and like stuffed them into my sock and then uh and then i went shopping with my friend fortunately for me happy ending to this story two days later is christmas and my parents knowing how much i loved biking like because i was biking all winter had already bought me a new bike (laughs) so my like mangled bicycle just like went straight into the trash and then i just got upgraded anyway so it turned out to be a, a good story nice yeah um but yeah, anyway, so that was my that was my dumbest thing ever story because that's was a pretty like, good one. Yeah, what were you doing out there, you fucking yeah, idiot? That's, yeah, it's... with no protect. I, I'm I 100 promise you, I wasn't wearing a helmet. I was probably not even wearing a coat, honestly, or gloves. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was wearing. I know I was wearing shorts because I remember seeing the front of my sock covered in blood. Yeah, because you had to look cool for nobody. Well, yeah, for nobody, exactly. For nobody but, but uh, yourself. Yeah. That's our stupid little, stupid little dumb dumb stories. I'll probably come up with some more this week, and I'll, we'll have yeah, another. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure. I know there are more. I know yeah. there's others. Um, yeah, I'll try and think of some more as well. Um, okay. Well, what do you say we fucking cut it off here? Because we've got we've got know, a minute forty two left before this Zoom meeting. 
yeah. expires. So yeah, I, guess... I don't know what happened. I don't know why we have timelines on our Zoom meetings. Now we're yeah. going to have to find a way to do longer recordings without having to yeah. interrupt I'm, them in I'm the middle. I'm assuming but... it's because Owen's pro account has expired or something. Could be. Could yeah. be. Well, maybe we can look into how much it costs and we can consider that. But yeah, um, let's just call it here then. Shall cool, we? Man. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, seems like it's okay. Good a place if, as any. if you uh, have a dumb story, send us an email at the oh, guys yeah. podcast at gmail.com. Dumb stories. We can and leave, make them anonymous you, if you like. Uh, hit our buddies up uh, at this raw life podcast mm. yeah. while you're at it and uh, give them a, give them some love from us. You know, tell them the wrong guys sent you and then um, we'll see you next time. Cross I, podcast pollination, cross pollination. Cross pollination. Cross podcastination. All right. Something like that. Okay. See you later. Bye bye.